Welcome to Satori Prime's Have It All podcast, where you get your fix of personal development without any of that fluff. Podcast dedicated to the unending quest of self-discovery and remembrance. You'll discover new breakthrough thinking and feeling technology that will cause shifts in all areas of your life, your finances, your body, relationships, and most importantly, your mind. You'll uncover your truest self and for probably the first time in your life, feel 100% worthy of having it all. It's time to stop talking and fantasizing about your dream life and start living it. So get ready to have your mind expanded in the best way possible. Now, fair warning, if you implement what you learn here, your life will never, ever be the same. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. All right. So I'm going to just go ahead and say this one's starting off with a different mood than usual. (laughs) I have a... I have a, like a, a lot of weight on my chest too today, and it's been like a, 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 a due phenomenon, all that I've caused on my own. Uh, and so I was listening to um, Michael Singer stuff over the weekend, and I love I love his um, linguistics about how the energy is like moving up through the systems. Yeah, and it makes so much sense with everything I experienced in Vipassana and the Sanskaras, and it makes sense. But it's like yes, you have, so if you have if your chakra system is sending energy up, specifically trying to through the heart, you have all these little blockages in there, then it's like, it's rerouting. Hey, Wendy. Uh, it's rerouting and it's rerouting itself through survival patterns, essentially. So um, I'll give you like an example of something that happened to me. And then I know you have a whole lot of stuff coming up, but I'll share mine first. And then yeah, uh, I'll share, I'll share this on, on Facebook too. Um <clears throat> So I get, like yesterday, we're running those contests for Prime Your Day, yeah, to yeah. get to get the program out for free, and and it's been for whatever reason like communication breakdown between the people who get it and like where does the email go? How do they you know whatever? And it's like we can just message them the the link that they need essentially to like get the access to the program. But this one of the women that's been following just like could not get the information and I messaged her to her personally. We had another guy who had just like an issue setting up his account. Uh, and it was just like, it was just like silly things like, you know, like oversights by people. They just, they don't see, but like doing like tech support stresses me the fuck out. <laughs> it just does because it's like people are very demanding and it's like, number one, one of these programs is free. I don't know why you're stressing out about now getting access to it, even though we've already sent you access to or two or three times for it. Uh, the other one, it's like, it's an $11 product. There shouldn't be this much stress about not getting in there. Certainly shouldn't be commenting negative things on a post because of it. And number three, we're, we've been in communication with you the entire time and we're working with you. So anyway, so all this stress. So I wake up in the morning and there was like another one of these emails and I'm like, ah, you know, just stress city. And, and it's like all internally caused. So I had, um, I found, and I find it humorous at the same time. Like it's, it's kind of silly to me that I, I let myself get worked up over such stupid shit. Yeah. So I like, and it's like that same old conversation. What's stressful about this? People are being stupid. Stop being stupid. And if you're watching this for those who are involved, I apologize. I don't mean you're stupid. There's actually a nice thread to all this. Um, and then like now I've been trying to book a flight and American express travel is just the worst website for some reason. It's like, there's always errors and it takes multiple attempts to always, 
book a trip again so silly it's like i'm booking a trip to an amazing place on planet earth how many people get to do this you silly bastard just enjoy it you know um and there's that that whole thing so that that energy keeps coming up and i now i feel it like like in here right so I, i meditated this morning and and what's i what i love about the work we're doing today with ourselves with our clients and again i i'm sharing all this really openly just to say like we're not perfect like i go through stress and things like that and things weigh me down and what i want to say is i did this really beautiful meditation this morning and what's always really apparent to me now is the only reason i have any stress and i'm making anybody wrong for the current situation is because i have no space in my life for me to show up stupid like i i I would i would berate myself worse for my own stupidity than any of the thoughts or conjectures or judgments that i'm having about these people and when I meditated this morning, I could just feel all the shame I had about stupidity, like my own stupidity. And like, like I, I legitimately don't have space for that in my life. Like I, I, I need to know, I got to be able to perform. I got to have answers and, and it's same old stuff. And yeah, we're, we, you know, we live in a lot of flow and we trust and stuff like that, but like your humanness is there. It's just, it's just there. It's going to continue to be there. And I got to go in there and, and like and feel all the shame over all these years that I caused. And a lot of this like heart squeezing that I can even feel now while I'm talking is that shame. Yeah. And it's these samskaras and these things that my survival pattern kicks in. And then I'm annoyed with everybody. And like, I don't like any of the pattern. There's nothing I enjoy about it. And it doesn't help to not like the pattern. <laughs> so that's just kind of what's been happening for me. It's like been a theme all day. So I kind of wanted to parlay that because I know you had a, a rough morning also which is unusual that we're both kind of like in the muck at the same time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of had a very similar, probably about like two, three months ago with, with loser. Right. And what came up around loser was the same kind of stupid conversation. And what that kind of riff to is like, you know, when people are being slow or I think for you and I speed and progression is so has become like such a pattern of importance that we associate with if you do things quickly and you do things efficiently, that's really good. And if it's not that, then you're stupid. And so, you know, when people drive slow, it's like you're stupid. When people move slow, you're stupid. When people like ask questions that we're like, how in the world would you ask this question? You're like, you're stupid. <laughs> so it like got all that stuff triggered what I started to see, and obviously I think like having kids really, really helped because, you know, like, look, he's five, you know, now six, Aaliyah's four, five, you know, they ask questions from a place of wonder and and curiosity. And if I looked at them, I was like, are you a moron? Like, that's so stupid. Why would you ask that question? Right. I'd be like, I'd be mad all the time uh, because just kids are just curious and they ask interesting questions. Well, questions that that to an adult is like that's dumb but to them they're, they're still wiring and i think that's given me a lot of um breath of like understanding and and the one thing you know we started with michael singer's work it's like the one thing that he that resonates with me from his teachings i think more than anybody else is that sensation of being really excited when you get mad or get uh, triggered. And I know that doesn't mean like in the moment, <laughs> I think it's, you know, I, I, I'm certainly not able to do it. Um, but in the moment, like 
as that moment passes, when you see the trigger to actually get really excited by the trigger and go like, oh, wow, this is awesome. I actually have this massive opportunity to let this story go. And the question that I started asking myself is like kind of what you alluded to is where am I stupid? And Mm -hmm. the reason it's showing up for me is because, like you said, I don't love the, you know, for me, it was like, I'm a loser. I don't love the loser or I don't love the stupid or I don't love when I'm slow or all that stuff. And it's like, it's just showing me those opportunities where I get to dive in and go, oh, okay. Like I had a, a blowout with Shia this, uh, I mean, I, it was interesting cause I was like pretty calm during it, but I was con- consistently like, as it was happening, basically explaining to him that I was really hurt and really upset and really frustrated and afterwards he was like trying to talk to me i was like shia i can't speak to you right now like i don't want to interact with you i don't want to talk to you like i need some time you know afterwards like an hour later he he went to basketball so like i got a chance to sit there and kind of like do my own thing and afterwards we had a chance to talk And I just let him know, like, my experience of that interaction and asked him, you know, is that what he wants in a relationship? And I was like, I certainly don't want that. And I I can get where you got it from and and why you did it. And, like, we had this beautiful conversation afterwards. It's just so interesting to me. Like, I wonder if there are people that in the moment, I'm sure there are, like, that are in the moment able to get that excited about the trigger and, like, actually – be fully there while being triggered as fuck. And, and I mean, I guess they must exist. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, right. Like, and there've been moments where you and I have been in situations where I would completely lose my shit and I'm like, wow, I'm sitting in love while this is happening. So it's not like, it's not like every, it's also funny how like one trigger will lead to the next. Like once you're triggered, you're much, I feel like you're much, much more susceptible. Well, now you're looking for I'm stupid. Sure. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like now it's in the field, right? It's in your energy field. Like today, like I woke up into into it basically because stupid me, which is one of the things that we like really do is like don't look at your phone first thing in the morning. It's like you're you're actually like charging the system. It's like you're putting a battery in that has a programming yeah. in it already, and instead of just like sitting in the space because. Chances are, if I would have really gone through my meditation first thing in the morning, centered myself, then read that, that I would have had no charge about it at all. Which is also I think way over from before. Exactly. And and this was like the, the night before it happened also. I didn't meditate last night, you know, to clear it. And it's like, it's funny because meditation, we say it's compounding in nature. Like you, yep. the more you practice, the more it compounds. And charge, it's like any other charge. Because meditation is the, it's the discharge that's compounding. But when you're charged up, that's compounding too. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's like been interesting to watch it. And I I love that I can see it from the place of it's me. Like I'm just compensating on other people dealing with the, you know, like, okay, well, if they're just not stupid anymore, then I can live a stress-free life. I won't have stupid people around me anymore. Yeah. And it's like, and, and there's no there's no end to that. There's always going to be more people who charge you around stupidity or being slow or whatever it is, or who annoy you or cut you off or do all the things that people do when they're just not being aware that, you know, those two people have no idea that any of that stuff is going on. They're just like, I am stupid. That's what I wanted to point out. Like they're not being stupid. Yeah. Your, Your perception of them doing what they're doing, because 
in your world, you would never operate that way, but they're not you. Sure. Uh, of course not. Of course not. Yeah. And like we found that over the years, right? Like even entrepreneurs who get started, one of the things they got to train themselves out of and then train themselves into is like being resourceful. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, yes, you can keep leaning on other people. It's like, this is really going to slow down your progress. Like, learn to use the resources, learn to use Google, learn learn to lean on your community, like learn to be the person who finds solutions to things. And a lot of times people don't. And they're just, you know, they keep berating you and, and, and emailing. And it's like, hey, it would take two seconds for you to figure this out if you actually just got present and looked. So it's it's just interesting. And it doesn't help. And this is why, again, we'll go back to like feel more, think less. Because I've spent 15 years thinking about how to stop being judgmental towards stupid people. <laughs> and, it, and it hasn't helped because stupid people still charge me or whatever. The perception of stupidity charges me and that's stupid people. By the way, there are no stupid people. But that's what I'm saying. The perception of stupidity is with the charge. It's not the person. You're just yeah. you're, you're taking your own shit and just putting it on other people. Yeah. So it was just a really awesome opportunity. And, and honestly, it went to like a really deep place for me this morning. So you kind of said, like, who can do this? Like, I think Andrew's one of those people in the moment who, because he's just so in tune, I, I think that it could, it has to come from attunement in the body. The, the mind is too, it's too tricky. It's too tricky up there. It's way too good of a chess player. If it doesn't, if this avenue doesn't work, it's going to use this avenue. If that doesn't avenue doesn't work, it's got a thousand more avenues it can try on you. However, when you're tuned in, like alignment comes from the body. Like it comes from within, right? If there's alignment there, the mind can do whatever it's doing. The body's like, hey, look, you can you can go on a tirade. I'm, I'm totally fine. Well, he's got another gear, which is basically like he gets to see the energy field of what is being created. So where you're making up their state of mind, right? Like you're making up that this person is just being stupid because they're too lazy to actually look at the information or do the thing, right? He can actually read the space and realize that this person is like truly coming from a place of love and wanting answers and wonder, like, you know, that's the stuff that we get to practice with our mind. He actually gets to see that. And that's the thing he sees way before he can create the perception. Sure. So it definitely makes it much, much easier. Cause I mean, 99.99999% of the time, people aren't intentionally malicious. Like sure. they, they're not. It's just our perception is this person is trying to annoy me or that. I remember the first, 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 first time this like really hit me was when Chai was four months old hmm. and he was crying and it was like late at night or whatever and he wouldn't go to bed. And I'm getting so mad. Like watching myself get furious because it's like 1 a.m. and I'm not sleeping. And like, why are you doing this to me? You know, like the word Dafka. Like, yeah, and then yeah. it occurred to me, I'm like, he's four months old. He's not doing anything to you, Elon. Like, he doesn't even know what to do to you yet. Like, <laughs> he's just a being of love. And, and it hit home and I was like, whoa. Like, that's, but that's generally how we operate with people. It's like, yeah. I know that they're doing this to me on purpose. And even with them, so like, so this happened with Shia and, and uh, this weekend. And I, I call them, I call out my kids all the time. I'm like, are you doing this to get attention? And like, it stops them. It's jarring to them because their, their, their whole mechanism is working and it just kind of sure. like snaps them out of it. And it was so interesting. So he would, we had to go to basketball. Mm-hmm. 
And he was like, Abba, can you come upstairs? And, and uh, well, he didn't say it this way. He's like, Abba, upstairs now. And like yelling at me. And he's like, put on my socks, put on my shoes, get my socks, get my shoes. And I'm like, who are you? You know? And one of the things that came out in the conversation afterwards was he has an interpretation of life that I'm constantly telling him what to do. Mm. And he never gets to tell me what to do. Wow. Right. Which is massive. Like that. That's what I'm saying. Like it was it ended up being a beautiful conversation. But I asked him flat out. I was like, Shia, are you doing this to feel more powerful in this relationship? And it like, you know, like stopped him because, look, I mean, granted for us, we actually know human behavior and we kind of we can break it down to the simplest form because it's funny, like whether we're coaching, you know, uh, a 40 year old or a 50 year old, we're still relating to them. And a lot of times, like the words are coming out of their mouth or a six year old. So I actually get to interact with a six year old. Um, so yeah, it was, it was fascinating. And, and I got to see like how much I got triggered when someone was telling me what to do. Mm. So that was, it was, it was, yeah, it was fascinating uh, for, for growth. That's absolutely brilliant. And I, and I think, you know, the, the part that always slows me down is when, when I can recognize that it's it's me that I'm upset at, there's always a, a space for softness again because I realize whatever anger and hostility that I'm externalizing, right, in that moment, I'm doing something worse to myself internally. Yeah. Yeah. It's, again, it's like the white noise. Like you think you're not doing it to yourself. You, you're at, it's, it's just you that you're doing it to. You're not doing it to. They don't know what the hell I'm doing. These two people have no idea that I'm sitting here and there's like this little part of me that's like fuming and then that I'm getting this tightness in my chest and this heaviness on my shoulders and all, all all the physiological things that happen that are just feedback for you to know like, hey, this is this is you shaming yourself, oh. right? So it was it was really good because I, I like kind of – and again, I like – I can go – it's it's great now because I feel like I can more and more go into these emotional places without the the burden of it. Yeah. Emotions seemed burdensome before. I was like, fine. Get like, rid of this feeling. Yeah, like, oh my god, this heaviness. And now I'm like, oh wow, look, there's heaviness there because I'm, I'm, I'm viewing at. I feel like I'm viewing more and more from the sensational level versus what we're calling emotion and feelings. I'm just like, wow, I can feel there's like a hand gripping my heart. Like that's interesting to me. I'm like, yeah. oh. and I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, that's not new. Like that grip is there a lot. Every time there's anxiety, every time there's stress, like, like grip on the heart. I'm like, that doesn't feel good. I'm like, clearly emotion, emotion, like energy, emotion is not moving. So I'm like, okay, well, my desire is for it to have space to move again. Just like me, like when I'm being squeezed, if someone's squeezing me or if I'm in a tight spot, I'm freaking out. You know, it doesn't feel good. I imagine every part of myself, if it's being squeezed, is having that very unenjoyable experience. It's like, hey, I want to just express myself. I want to enjoy myself. I want to feel free. So it was great. I, I thought I was in an experience for like five minutes. I popped out like 30, 35 minutes later out of an experience because it had gone so deep. And then it's interesting now because when things release, I could feel how it interacts with uh, other parts of my system. Like energy moves to places that yeah. may have not seen energy before. One other thing I've had to get better at, I would say, if there is such a thing, is um, not trying to complete everything in the moment. Because before there was this desire like, oh, great, we're in the experience. Like, we're in it now. Like, this has got to finish. Like, oh, there's going to be resolution. I'm going to feel so good. You know, like, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And now I just get, like, the system is, is only ready for what it's ready for at any given time. 
Yeah. So it can only really release that. Like like today, like after 30 years of shaming myself of being stupid, and it's funny because then you start having memories. You're like, oh yeah, in school and like where this was with mom and dad and stuff like that. It just starts cascading really quickly. And then you see like all these opportunities there were to love yourself and how you freaking hated yourself through it. Um, so I'm like going through all these different experiences and I start feeling like energy move in other places. And then I, there's a part of me that's like, let's keep sitting in it. Like we're going to get this resolved today. Mm. And, and I started uh, realizing that the part that's doing that is more of the shame. It's an, it's another one of the, um, it's another one of the protectors. It's the manager. He's trying to manage everything now, or it's trying to manage everything right now. And it's trying to manage it until like there's a destination. But if you don't get to the destination, guess what he, what it gets to use on you again. Shame. Oh, again, we didn't complete this. Yeah. And then you're back on the hook. <laughs> you know, it, it didn't. So it's, it's, it's funny because breakthrough work at this level can oftentimes actually re-trigger the very thing that you're working with. If you go, if you go too far where the system is not ready. That's what yeah. I'm starting to see in my experiences now. So now I'm like, great. That's what we got to today. It got a little sip of something it hasn't gotten in 30 years. Good. And I just kind of like let it be. And like, then again, today another experience came up. And so now it's occurring. Like, okay, we get another opportunity to, to take swing at this a little bit later. I'm just going to let the system be with what's going on. So I don't think it's been a coincidence that there's like been a few circumstances today. And then I would love for you to um, just share like, you know, the other stuff that happened today, if you're okay with it. Yeah. So, I mean, you were talking about like experience and being in it. So just to fill some of you guys in. So our mom moved down to Florida back in March. Uh, my dad stayed up here, sold the house. Got up, here, up here in New York. Uh, yeah, New York. They just sold the house. And so I, um, he's been cleaning the house and I went over to this house today with uh, Fanny's car to pick up some stuff and we're like loading up the car. And uh, by the way, he found like a folder with so much of your stuff from childhood. Like, so I don't know if he's going to reach out to you if you want, I, I, not, but I actually called him this morning and he told me about that. Cause yeah. once, once I saw your post, I figured I'd uh, good to communicate. So um, yeah. So we went there and um spent about an hour like packing. And then at the end he was like, you know, you want to stay for coffee? And I was like, I actually have to run. Um, and so he gave me a hug and he gave me a hug and just started bawling, like, like uncontrollably bawling. Um, yeah. I got it. It, just, it just started to hit home in a really real way. And I don't know, like when, when mom left, I think because he was still here, it didn't feel as real. And I knew we were going out to visit her real soon. I don't know. It just hit so hard today. And like seeing him so sad. And I know, I know intellectually that like, it's all for our highest good. And I know that they're, it's like their expansion and my expansion. But it hurts so much. Yeah. And it just been like on and off all day today. Just sad. Like, I, then I remember you leaving and. Yeah. It's just been so heavy all day. And it's like trying to function with the heavy and being okay with it and just knowing that it's like a feeling. 
And it's weird. It's like, on the one hand, I love that I'm this sad. I really do. Like, I really love that I'm this sad because, like, I tell my kids, it means what we have is so real. Mm. But it's like the thought of just not having me around like a random Tuesday to eat dinner or come over to just play with the kids for an hour. History repeating itself. I know. Yeah. I know. I get that, man. Yeah. It's just been like one of those um, heartbreaking days and we have like a week and he's leaving Friday. I don't know. It's just so hard to see. Different kind of reality check. I've uh, given a lot of thought too. It's funny like that this is something we've had to deal with ongoingly throughout our lives. as like being being taken away from from family over and over again. It's definitely created an interesting dynamic. I I, I actually had this thought like I hadn't um, I haven't been around dad in like 10 years almost. Because even even the time that I was still in New York, he was uh, working across the states. Yeah. Then he was working in Vietnam, and even when I moved back into the house, he wasn't there. I thought to myself, that's a significant amount of time to not have been around your father. I mean, at least like in a close proximity, you know. And because I think like some of the challenges that that we have had over the years, and how like coming back together always creates some some of that those challenges because you forget. You're like, oh shit, we really haven't spent you know significant amount together in a long time. Um, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough, and I know you guys will will all figure it out. I never thought in a million years that our family would be living in three different states yeah. across the country from from one another. Uh, I'm also proud of everyone for following what's in their heart. Yeah, and not living by the. Typical, like, hey, you know, this we got to stay together because we got to stay together, versus yeah. just following really their own song. Um, and I think it goes to show that there's there's no ownership of anybody or anything in this world. You know, we come here as individuals and to live in community as well. We all get to choose our own song. I know for me, leaving was definitely one of the toughest days of my entire life. Me too, was, for sure. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens next. I mean, you know, like, and again, it's just, it's, there's like such a disconnect between head and heart. And this like, so goes to show all the stuff that we teach people and like all the coaching that we do is like tapping into your heart and your body and tuning into that whole different guidance system. And not that the head is bad by any stretch of the imagination, just like exploring this, this other avenue. And it's like, think of these times where you're in so much pain, Right. Like I, I would venture to say that if you've done any of this work and I've done a ton of this work, right? Like logically, my mind is actually in my favor. Like it is saying all the right things. It is coaching the fuck out of me. Like literally it is, I know everything I know. And, and look, I'm, I'm like looking at my reality, right? Like if anything, you moved away and granted, we don't spend time in space as much as we used to but i would say we're closer than we were even when you lived here sure right like just every time we we get together it's like so 
fucking awesome yeah, and still a celebration. Yeah, and so you know, like, and, and I want to say we've we've found ways to get together for interesting experiences versus just like I'm at your house spending time with you. It's exactly. like there's a, there's always a new memory to create, like something exactly. that's really memorable over and over again. Yeah, and so you know, like the reality is okay, like the person that was the hardest for me, like I remember when you left, like for a week, I was just fucking mush. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. Sure. Um, and yet, you know, like the, so the proof is there. Um, I, I, I can see how much growth is happening for mom and dad. Like I, all of it, I get all of it. And it all like, there's a part of me that's super, super happy about all of it. And yet the heart is mm. in so much pain right now that every time I tune into it, I, it's just like waves of just pain. Yeah. And it's just so fascinating. Like it's usually the exact opposite, you know, like where the mind is telling you like all the reasons why you can't and why it's stupid and blah, blah, blah. I just think we're like so trained that it's programmatically just, just become different. Yeah. But like, it has no say over any of this. Like it doesn't, I can, and and I know even when you went through heartbreak, right? Like in relationships, it's like, you know, all this stuff, but it does saying it to yourself makes no difference when it comes to your heart. The heart is like you said, going through its process. And so I just kind of been like sitting in the background and, noticing and there's like so much pressure and tightness all over my chest, which is, you know, all sadness. Um, and it's interesting because like what I noticed is that for me, normally, like the stuff that triggers me, I very, very rarely feel anything in my body other than my stomach area, mm. which means that like my, my thing is generally around like fear and anxiety. Yeah. I don't really experience sadness. And I was thinking about it the other day. I actually, <laughs> so this Saturday, uh, I ended up eating like a, a chocolate that we got from, uh, from Ria. Yeah. yeah. And uh, was just like, I just sat in the living room watching a movie and all that stuff. And one of the things that kind of hit me was like, and kind of dad came into it also, but it's like, I think I have a really shitty memory and that shitty memory has actually really served me well. Mm. Uh, like you, like I, 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 we'll be talking, you remember all these things from like high school and middle school and like all these events. I don't fucking remember anything. And I think because I don't remember a lot of these things, I also don't have such a emotional charge. So I was like trying to look back and I was literally trying to look back. I was like in the state and I'm looking back and I'm like, all right, when was like the last time I was really mad or really hurt or really sad? And like, I couldn't get to anything. You know what I mean? And I I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it served me. And then like these moments happen and in these moments, it's just like, fuck, it's so debilitating. And I just feel like I'm in a haze and I feel like the brain doesn't want to work and I feel like I don't want to work. And it's just like, wow. And so funny that you bring that up because it's something I've been investigating. 
because it's not like you have a bad memory. You just omit. It's like memory works in specific ways. Mm -hmm. We had this conversation a lot because um, Mandy, for instance, can't remember a movie line to save her life. <laughs> like, you know, a movie line or a movie you watch. And it's, a, and it's a constant point that we just like laugh about it because because me and you could I mean you could have an entire conversation just quoting things just right quote. so like so now just by saying that clearly your memory works because oh, yeah that, you you'll whoop no, out I'm of in, I'm in line trauma from, yeah right so it's, it's very selective and it's not like it's selective so i started looking at what's going on here so for me it's like but and also bro like i know for you you remember um restaurants you've gone to what you've ordered there yeah. um like any visit on planet earth you're like i went here this is here you're gonna make a left over there like you're so good about the stuff like that me i don't, I don't remember what i did three minutes ago about those yeah. kind of things right but you give me technical stuff online website pages how softwares work like i will give you a detailed description of everything right yeah. so it's like is it working it's working it's just working differently yeah so one of the things i wanted to look at here this is really really interesting like i love that this came up like i have a ton of sensation in my chest actually most of mine it's like like, uh, for me, it feels like, um, heaviness or hollowness in my heart. Like when I was going through heartbreak, it was like, it was just a void in there. I, I was like, something needs to fill it up. It's so uncomfortable that there's a void in here all the time. Now it's like filled and there's heaviness, right? Like it's like, it's like trauma, like sadness all the time. And I think this is the difference between how me and you just took growing up. Like I went through all my depression and suicide. So like sadness you just imagine how much sadness that experience had and how much my mind was doing it's so like there's a little ton over here going down my um, chakras is a little bit of a different experience i i have a lot of sensation in my stomach the dantian that go down lower than that very difficult for me like nothing gets in there so this part is like blocked which mm -hmm. for me would tell me with your experience that a lot of the heart space is blocked so it's like you experience fear, but it almost like doesn't register emotionally, which is why you'll go do crazy shit. You know, like the, you're like, oh, I'll jump off this cliff. I'll do that. I'll just get out of here. And that makes sense because then you ha you're you like in a lever pattern. I'll just leave, right? Yeah. I don't have to feel, so I'll just leave. I used to feel a lot and it would overwhelm me. So I would have to defend myself, get angry, right? Yeah. Stuff like that. So it actually makes a lot of sense, which also tells you like, all right, here's where I get to kind of investigate and look at what's happening inside of my system. And I think that's why deep emotional stuff, like for me too, like a, a, a deep level of sadness in a weird way, my system kind of loves it. Oh, I because, love it. That's why this, this is us, like the best show ever. Yeah. Cause it's so rare that I get to like go into that depth of my emotion. That part of me is like, this sucks. And the other part's like, Whoa, like we're fucking, we're, we're having an experience over here. This is cool. Yeah. So it's just interesting. So it's kind of, good for you i think to look at i'm sure um, yeah for sure and uh, you know what's interesting about what's happening with our family not like we've ever done anything like most families we've been very a very diverse dynamic type of family and that's not to put that anybody's family just you know the, the way our lives have kind of panned out is my feeling is we all get to experience a new level of freedom without the attachment to all these things these are a lot of old systems we're attached to that are creating sadness right and this, the last few weeks, like ever since Chinese New Year, I'm like, holy fuck, we all just get to experience freedom in a new way. Like mm -hmm. this year has been getting, has kind of been moving that direction for me very quickly as far as like all the experiences I'm having is all the ways I'm, I just see that I'm not free, that I'm not letting go. Yeah. And, you know, with, with family, like I see mom and dad, it's like everything in their life right now is about, hey, you got, you got to let go. You get to have a whole new freedom. This location on planet Earth doesn't even matter. This doesn't make you happy. You go over there. There's opportunities for you here. It's like the only reason you wouldn't have opportunity in your life right now is you're attached 
to this location that I got to stay here, that this is what this is about. This is the decision that we made and it has to be like this. And then it's like, everything's just trying to force, right? Hammer to now. Same thing with you and your, with you guys. I, I imagine it's like, Hey, like having that structure where parents are around to support you and help you and your parents being at your beck and call, not beck and call, but like, you know, available when you need them to old systems, not free, right? There's something to surrender to. Same thing with me and all these different things I'm going through around relationships and, money and all the things that we were all dealing with. And I'm like, it just gets to be freedom there. And it's like freedom through the system. Yeah. This is the time to tune in more than ever with all this heaviness going around it. I'm actually happy that you brought up uh, me leaving and how this re- reminds you of it. Cause that was one of the most emotional experiences of my entire life that day easily. And there's something for me to get that I get to go back and investigate that, that I wasn't willing to actually truly like I and feel because for me, a lot of times, um, even when I get sad, uh, it's like, I don't get like a f- complete purge. I get like a partial purge. I get like the welling in the eyes. I may maybe get a tear or two. And right where I'm about to like really like go into the experience and have it. My system doesn't let me, I actually found the kill switch. Oh, wow. Like, like a, like a thing pops up, like a man, like the manager. No, I'm calling it the manager now, but like, uh, Andrew, help me see. It's like the manager protector and it comes in and it's like kill switch, feel nothing. Like instantaneously, it's like, and I'm like, what, 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 what? And I'm left thinking like, whoa, there's so much more in there. I wonder, I wonder if it ties into that. If like, if you go into that direction, it's like back to depression. Cause like, that's kind of like the saddest part of life. hundred percent accuracy there. There, like, Cause I remember even landmark years, maybe like for six, six, seven years, I had a very real fear that I could slip back. Mm. And uh, that's partly why I think I was comfortable with doing the work in a way that actually was killing off emotion until I realized that that was really scary, like to be so robotic yeah. and started going the other direction with it. But that meant inviting all that back into my life. Like today, I don't have that concern. It's really interesting because yeah. the whole thing, because I do feel like, and, and I love sad movies and all, like I really do. I, I mean, I really love crying hard but it's just interesting to investigate. I never really thought of it. Like most, pretty much all of my sensations are, are stomach-based, so like fear. Mm-hmm. So as you were talking, I'm like, you know, that would totally make sense because if I, if my conversation is I'm a loser, it's kind of in that same world of I'm not good enough, right? Yep. So there's this constant fear that I'll never live up to this persona yep. of winner that this, this little child invented. And so it's this constant fear and anxiety of around like, am I doing enough? Am I this enough? Am I right? Cause it's like all stems from that where yours is different and yours is more about the heart situation. So yeah, like feeling through pain without. Yeah. Um, all right. I got to run. Uh, I want to just tell you one quick thing that came through for me. Part of the, why you've been very decisive your entire life as a, as a means to protect yourself like that. I need to know, right. Cause you got to protect from the um, loser that there's, you got to recreate decisiveness from a place of like purity and light. Yeah. Not from judgment and pain. Yeah. Um, that kind of came through. Yeah. And this is, this has been an amazing conversation. And again, this is what these opportunities give us, you know, and open up yeah. uh, as an exploration. So, right, dude, go do your thing. Um, All right, guys. So if you're interested, guys. We have a, a group um, that's becoming quite active with over 2,700 members. It's uh, called Personal Development um, Without the Fluff. Uh, I could drop the link for that below. Uh, we also have a uh, live training tomorrow. Um, we're kind of like rebranding what the training is called, but essentially it's like come spend an hour and a half with Elon and I 
um, ask your questions and, and get coaching. Uh, we're going to be doing that every other week. It's a part of our like manifestation series that we're going to be doing uh, ongoingly. We have been doing it, but feel free to join us. Uh, we'll also let you know about um, some ways that you can start working with us if you're interested. And uh, finally, um, we've been getting a lot of really great feedback on our uh, Prime Your Day program. Uh, so if you're interested in finding out about how to create um, alignment in the morning, a lot of the stuff of what we're talking about right now, which is kind of creating the atmosphere for you to start assessing and looking at things in a way that allows you to actually create true healing. Um, Prime Your Day is a really great place to get started because like setting your morning up is what allows for a lot of this stuff to come through. Uh, you can go to satoriprime.com backslash prime your day. And of course you have our uh, app if you need that. It's uh, satoriprime.com backslash app. And you can go through a, a 10 part free uh, mini masterclass there. I know that's a lot, but we do a lot here. Um, all uh, hoping that you guys are getting a lot of value from the things that we create here and the conversations we're having. Love you guys so much. Thank you for joining us today. I really hope you enjoyed that awesome conversation as much as I did. And as always, thank you for your continued loyal support and your listening. A couple of things. If you haven't already done so, make sure you go to Facebook right now and request to join our amazing private group. It's called Personal Development Without the Fluff. It's a quickly growing community with some amazing souls and amazing support. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, I can promise you, you will absolutely love that group. That's where we make all of our exclusive content available, as well as trainings that are just for the group accessible to you and your fellow Satorians. So make sure you request access to that group immediately. Also, if you haven't done so already, we've put together an incredible app. You can go to satoriprime.com forward slash app and get immediate access right now to a 10-part mindset reboot training. It is an eye-opening, mind-expanding experience that you do not want to miss. Well, until we meet again, have an amazing day, my friend. I look forward to personally connecting with you and seeing how Satori Prime can help you in achieving your dream life real soon. Have an amazing day.